Hi, and welcome to Hack the Net, where every week we explore the darkest recesses of the internet to find something interesting or even comprehensible. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff Slideways Kowalski. I'm Louisa Heron. I love that one. What is that yeah, all that about? that was great. Uh, I have That's no idea. One. I thought of it earlier when I was editing uh, two weeks ago's show. Mm, it's like cool and Tron-like, but then also right? cheeseburgers, I think of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't really know what I like slide that. has to do with, I guess, sliders? No, wait, that's... that's also about cheeseburgers. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I the TV show, not the, not the food. No, mm-hmm. also, though, they eat oh. cheeseburgers? Oh. You mean because Jerry O'Connell is just a human, is a cheeseburger turned into a human by a genie's wish? Yes. Man, if uh, tiny sandwiches had become popular when the TV show Sliders was on, there absolutely would have been a tie-in deal with, like, White Castle or something. Do what would be the, the flavors? Ooh, um, it would okay, just be so regular. Hold on, hold okay, on. Good. We we need to do this the right way, by which I mean uh-huh. we need to come up with four flavors, one for each of the four original sliders. Oh okay, no, I don't to... know anything about them. Okay. One of them is Quinn Mallory's. Listen, Quinn Mallory, who who was played by Jerry O'Connell, is the physicist slash football star. <laughs> I looked up sliders, and the first four results are tiny hamburger restaurants near me and recipes, and then (laughs) sliders, the TV show, is after that. (laughs) Okay, but you need to be focused on what I'm telling you, because Mm -hmm. I'm- this is a funny thing that's happening. All right. Yes. So, Quinn Mallory, a- 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 Genius physicist slash football star. What is football if not physics? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. There's a there's an episode where they slide into a world where football and physics are the same game. <laughs> what? I'm not even joking. It actually, it's more like basketball <laughs> physics. Oh, like the Harlem Globetrotters do. Yeah, where well, every time you get the ball, you have to answer a question about physics. <laughs> if you had That's a long enough. So if you had a long enough prop ladder, you could move the world. Guys, yeah. I've got a proposition for the first slider. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Crying Man Onion Burger. Oh, very good. Rembrandt Brown was uh, the a an R&B singer whose nickname was The Crying Man yeah. because hmm. he sang a song about... Uh, or no, he cried every time he sang a romantic song. Yeah, I and saw, you know what? saw that Rem- list. Rembrandt Brown sounds like a great name for a sauce. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh, yes. That's what it is. It's an onion burger with Rembrandt brown sauce. With our yes. signature Rembrandt brown <laughs> steak yep. sauce. Yeah, that's Wait, right. this uh, burger sounds really good, actually. <laughs> it's, like, it's the, um, it does. the Jeff, burger meat. They have to be good. The, They're the best food designed after the best TV show. Yeah. So, all right. The burger meat has, like, onion soup mix, like, blended <laughs> oh, in no, with it. No, don't think it's terrible. And, yeah. and it's got. Ca- caramelized onions on top and pickled onions. That's- and onion straws for crunchiness. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of onions, y'all. Yes! Good. It's the crying that's man. That's what I want. Alright, so do we have a Quinn Mallory? Is that just like raw beef? <laughs> <laughs> Can you explain to me who Quinn Mallory Mallory is, played by Robert Floyd in season five after Jerry O'Connell left the show? Uh, he is a parallel dimension version of Quinn Mallory. Okay, so, like, because of the premise of the show... Is he also a Dr. Football? <clears throat> yeah, is he a Dr. Football? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, that's a that's a complicated question. I mean, he's also a beefy boy who is somehow a genius. Oh, could the Quinn Mallory uh, burger maybe have a little piece of fried pork skin in there? Mm, pig, yeah. Pig Quinn mm, Mallory's okay. pigskin burger. Yeah. I feel like it's not incorporating the physics enough. 
Okay. Uh, it's, it's shaped... perfectly spherical, <laughs> this burger. <laughs> what does that have to do with physics? It's shaped it's like that, that infinity ribbon. What is that called? Uh... Infinity? Mm, no, it has a name. Mobius Strip. Mobius oh, Strip. Oh, right. Uh, Mobius um, Strip Steak with... <laughs> Wait! That's not a slider <laughs> at all. From <laughs> the original premise. Physics. Ugh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dumb. Pretty good. I'm trying to think of any foods that sound like the words Quinn Mallory, and I am coming up empty. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's a duck burger. <laughs> Mallardy. Mallardy. <laughs> Mala is apple. It's the <laughs> it it's apples on it. The squid mallardy burger. It's got squid ink and duck fat on it. <laughs> okay, actually, that's great. <laughs> and pigskin. Do not forget the pigskin. <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh, it's an abomination. <laughs> which is which is accurate because he definitely destroys the universe. <sighs> Uh, uh, Jonathan Reese Davies is one of those guys. Yeah, right? Maximilian Arturo, who is a a stuffy old professor man. Okay, uh, uh, Jonathan Rice Davies, and it's got a rice patty on it. I mean, <laughs> God, he wasn't a terrible. character on the show. He was an actor who played a character. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> we did the other ones, dude. Okay, <laughs> I forgot his character name already. So. Maximilian Arturo. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Um. Nope. Art- artichoke. <laughs> yeah, artichoke. <laughs> Maximum artichoke burger. <laughs> oh my god, when you said that, I had like a, a hole in the matrix moment. Did we already talk about this? I swear <laughs> to god we talked about that before. We didn't. I can't believe anyone on earth has ever said that before in their lives. <laughs> oh, I had the weirdest day job. I'm 100% sure we've talked about this before. Uh, maybe you're thinking about the fact that your favorite ska band in the 90s was called Maximum Artichoke. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Uh, I just got a really fun fact. Do you want to know what it is? Uh, is is it the kind of slider that would be named after Wade Wells, the fourth of the sliders? Because we can't do three of them and not mention the fourth one at all. Okay, as you t- well, ob- well, we can go for uh, Angus Rickman, a recurring character. That's an uh, easy one. Easy, yeah. <laughs> the, a- the Angus B. Rickman done. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Anyway, my fun fact is Sliders was a ripoff of a failed pilot from George R. R. Martin in 1992. Huh. Oh, nice. Yeah. I didn't know that. They just stole uh, the can idea. I go back, can I go back real quick to say that an Angus Rickman burger is an Angus beef burger that you push off of a roof at the end of the movie? <laughs> movie? <laughs> <laughs> Alan oh, Alan, right. Yeah, yeah. Die Hard. Too soon. Yeah. <laughs> well, he didn't actually die from falling off of a roof. <laughs> How do you know? The- <laughs> <laughs> I think that would have been a bigger story. <laughs> Could the Wade Wells burger be a whelk? Is this something that people would eat? <laughs> like the, the shellfish? Yes. I was thinking Wellington somehow. Oh, well, that's probably oh, yeah. better. The Wade like Wellington the, burger. Yeah, it would just be mushrooms. It would be a mushroom stuffed burger patty wrapped in pastry. Fuck, that sounds good, actually. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Good. We've got everything we need for our restaurant. Oh, my God. definitely going to be a hit. But what would we even call that restaurant? 
Sliders. You Done. can't. You can't. <laughs> Why not? Has anyone, you know you can't. Does anyone have you the audacity to do that yet? No, Guys, it wouldn't be a restaurant. It would be a limited promotion at White Castle. We talked about this. <laughs> oh, fuck. I will not be involved with White Castle. I'm walking off this deal. <laughs> yeah, no. It would be a limited time promotion at Burger More King money for me. <laughs> to support the reboot of Sliders starring the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> Wait, which Why two? Because there's only two brothers on the show. Uh, no, it's all three of them all playing the same character. Oh, cool! They're all playing alternate versions of Quinn Mallory. Yep, they're play. One is playing Quinn Mallory. One's playing Quinn Mallory Mallory, and another's playing Quinn Quinn Mallory, who's a new one that I made up. What What I don't understand is why you didn't say Colin Mallory, who nope. was actually another character on the show. Uh huh. Well, that's who I was referencing. If we were only picking two, but if we're oh, going with all three, they're all getting top billing. Uh, was Charlie O'Connell ever on that show? Yeah, he played Colin Mallory. Oh, really? Yes. Is that true? He was a main yep. character in season four and a guest on seasons two and three. Oh, weird. Okay. Yeah, he he took over for his brother when his brother quit the show. Just like that Tom Hanks brother who does the voice for some Tom Hanks. Uh, oh, yeah. He and does. also Chris Bill Farley's Murray's brother. brother. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you too. You're one too, but also Bill Murray's brother, who's only in movies that Bill Murray is in. <laughs> oh yeah, well, uh, d- uh, well, what's Brian his name? Doyle Murray. Brian Doyle, he, right? Well he, well, he was in Wayne's World, so here we are. Bill Murray was in Wayne's World in spirit. Yeah. <laughs> he sang Dreamweaver. Okay, moving on. Yeah, uh, you're thinking of Jim Hanks, and he voices Woody for the toys, the mm-hmm. actual real toys. Yeah, oh, I am okay. thinking of him. Yep. <laughs> yes, <laughs> correct. Uh, I had a, a long moment of trying to figure out what the toys was. And, like, <laughs> is this some kind of band? A, is this a band that performs at Disney? Uh huh. Yeah, it's it's the <laughs> Rock of Fire explosion of Toy Story characters. Oh fuck, that's terrifying! Oh my yeah, god, just the damn, seven god foot tall it. Buzz Lightyear. Oh my god, a life sized like Bo Peep is <laughs> actually a nightmare. <laughs> oh man, Buzz Lightyear coming out and singing Rocket Man. <laughs> oh my god, no, now it's good again. <laughs> Our burger restaurant is gonna have the best entertainment. <laughs> Woody coming out and singing I Hung My Head. He doesn't sing a happy cowboy song, he sings the one that's sad about dying. No, no, here's what you do. You have, um, uh, what is the, what is the one that, um, uh, the, the girl cowboy? Jesse? Jesse, uh, thank you. Save a horse, yeah. ride a cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> she oh, that, that would be good too. I was gonna say she comes out and sings that song about my true love shot me down, and then Woody and Buzz acted out silently behind her. Pretty good. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, T Rex sings Bang a Gong. Yep. By the band T Rex, or Rex, I guess is the character's yep. name. And and that uh, piggy bank one sings Fuck the Police. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I love it. I want to hear uh, John Ratzenberger. <laughs> or rather, sorry, a John Ratzenberger impersonator. John Ratzenberger's brother, Jim Ratzenberger. You know, there's not a lot of work for John Ratzenberger's brother these days, so that's, we're creating jobs here. Uh, so listen, I feel like at this point I need to explain that we rarely record after we've all worked a full day, but today is one of those days, and that's why we're dumb as shit. Right oh my now. god, this is, the, uh, this is the funniest episode of the show, though, so. Uh, also, I didn't work all day, I took a huge nap. 
Jim <laughs> Ratzenberger, fine. Jesus. <laughs> Why am I crying from that? It's not even funny. <laughs> no, it was very funny. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm mad. <laughs> All right, well, uh, Louisa, what did you do in the past week? <laughs> the past uh, two days. Yeah, yes, exactly. <clears throat> uh, I did take a nap today, and I did the mistake in the day off, and I mm. did a bunch of chores in the morning, but then I took a nap, so I woke up way too early. And I did the mistake where I uh, was tired and I lay down about 3 o'clock and I was like, I don't actually have to do anything till much later. I don't even need to set an alarm. So I did sleep for two hours and it totally wrecked me. Yeah, it's it's so strange because I've heard a lot of people say that, like, your nap time needs to be specifically, you know, 24 minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. A bunch of people say a bunch of things. Yeah. I've actually found that as long as I keep it to, like under like two hours i'm fine as long as when my alarm goes off i get up immediately yeah the thing that really fucks me is if i get up and i'm like "Eh, i'm gonna snooze or like i'm just gonna lay in bed not sleeping for a little while then i'm groggy forever Mm. yeah it's pretty rough i do really well at 25 minutes but then yeah it's almost impossible to get up everything about your body and your brain says no just sleep five more minutes which is a huge (laughs) mistake you can't do it And they say the other good length is like an hour and ten minutes or something, but Mm -hmm. that one's real hard to do without going over. Yeah. I extremely crashed last weekend and took like a two and a half hour nap out of nowhere. (laughs) I don't know why. I felt like pretty good lately. It might have just been like a change in medication. Yeah. But sometimes you're just like, my my body just needs to check out of consciousness. Yeah. I wasn't even up late that night. I went to bed at the normal time after taking that big nap in the middle of the day. Well, it's tough, because maybe you're a person who, like, needs nine hours of sleep a night. Some people do. But you're only getting seven, and so you're kind of okay. But then if you have the chance, your body's like, let's make up some of that deficit. Well, that's that's what I was just about to say. Have you guys ever done that thing where you, like, have enough time off that you actually get caught up on sleep? And then you're like, (laughs) oh my god, everything is so easy. (laughs) (laughs) No, I haven't. I, I, uh, here's the thing. I could just sleep and sleep and sleep all day. There's no caught up for me. I would just sleep forever. Uh, But I, like, will naturally wake up if I have things to do after six or seven hours of sleep, even though I plan for eight every night. Yeah, yeah, I kind of do the same thing. And then either I get up and feel okay, but then feel much more tired later, or I don't get up, go back to sleep, and then feel terrible immediately when I wake up the next time. Yeah, I feel like I'm the kind of person who needs that nine hours of sleep and I just never get it. And then sometimes I, I do. And if I get up after exactly nine hours, that those days are like so easy. Everything works out great. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I wish this was my life. But if I sleep for like nine hours and ten minutes, <laughs> I am in agony the whole day. My body is like a one giant bruise. Yeah. Oh, man, that feeling when you sleep or even nap for too long and your whole body feels like you (laughs) fell out of an airplane into your bed. Yes. (laughs) Horrible. I don't know why sleeping too long makes your back hurt, but my back hurts so bad if I try to sleep more than the allowed amount of time. Oh, my back hurts all the time anyway. I mean, that too. No. But. It's got a bad back. I don't have that. Maybe you sleep in a water tank. You don't have a back? I don't have back problems. Oh, She's okay. just got two fronts. I She's got, got 99, 99 problems. problems. Damn it! 
Jeff put that song at the end of the episode. Oh, we're uh, in the drift today. Nice. Yeah, we're we're that three the three Jaeger, the one with the yeah. three arms. Oh yeah, I want to be the the chest puncher. Yeah, you're the extra dangly arm. <laughs> yes. How could that possibly be a better fighting configuration? I already talked about this. Yeah, we absolutely have. Here's here's the thing. Pacific Rim is a thing that we'll continually talk about because it's yes. exactly at the intersection of so stupid that it makes Matt very mad and Jeff very happy. Yes, that's true. Yeah, I still haven't seen that second one. Maybe I never will. No, it's I bad. Skip it. It sucks. I didn't see the first one until like a year ago. Yeah, I, I love that first one and I think all the good things about the first one become readily apparent, like, even more so when you watch the second, because it seems the same on the surface, but you're like, clearly the person making this was not, like, a very talented artist who cared about what it looked like or felt like at all. Yeah. <sighs> not like the ones that Guillermo del Toro does with, nope. uh... Was he the one who did it? Yeah. No, yeah, but you said his name a little bit wrong. No, <laughs> just commenting yeah. on I said everything a little bit wrong. Guillermo del Toro <laughs> is someone who, regardless of how good the movie is or is not, always cares about what it looks like at the very least. Yeah, I, I mean, we talked about it a little while ago, but Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark was like a middling teen horror movie, but the the aesthetic of it really sold it because of the same thing. I like directors who have a clear aesthetic vision, most of all, I think, but uh, Guillermo del Toro's, I don't really like his aesthetic vision, so I, I kind of don't like I don't generally trust him as a producer, because he'll produce any old thing, but yeah, I agree, Scary Stories was pretty good. Yeah. Um, did, did have you, you seen that new Hellboy? No, Jeff? I didn't bother. What? I also didn't bother. Seems like and something you would like, Jeff. I didn't even see the second Guillermo del Toro Hellboy. I don't really have oh, feelings no, about hold Hellboy. On. The second Guillermo del Toro Hellboy is extremely good and better than the first one. Yeah, I only half paid attention to the first one. That's like a gap in my superhero movie knowledge. Huh, uh, weird. You yeah. should definitely take the time to go back. I have to go back movie. and watch Guillermo del Toro's movies such as Blade 2 and both Hellboys. Oh yeah, Blade 2 is also very good. Um, in a, well, okay, Blade 2 is actually bad, but in a way that's super enjoyable, whereas I genuinely think Hellboy is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I, did you, have, you probably haven't seen it, but did you see Andre Ovradal's other movies, um, Troll Hunters or The Autopsy of Jane Doe? No. I didn't see, nope. tr I didn't see Troll Hunters, but I saw The Autopsy of Jane Doe, and I was surprised how much this new children's movie with producer Guillermo del Toro reminded me of that one. Uh, like, it's very weird to hire an adult horror director to make a children's movie, like, uh, oh, I guess they did that with Eli Roth and the house with clock in its walls, too. Oh, yeah, that mm. was also very good. Did you guys ever end up watching that? No, no I've out on something to. yet. I mean, I mean I'm I sure might. you could get it for four dollars on Amazon or whatever. Four dollars? It doesn't seem like a four dollar movie. <laughs> Ooh, la da Check out Mr. Rockefeller over here. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Matt, what got you through this week slash past few days? Uh, so I'm not going to do the past few days because it's only been two days since we last recorded. It's been and, yeah, two days exactly. since we last recorded. <laughs> uh, so instead, put that song at the end of the episode, Matt. Yeah, great. I did exactly a week ago tomorrow. Which is, I went and saw Vampire Weekend in concert at the Man Center in Philadelphia. Oh, nice. How was it? Uh, it was pretty good. Um, I really enjoyed it. I really like Vampire Weekend. Jen is a huge Vampire Weekend fan as well. So, like, we, we really enjoyed going to see it. 
I was stunned to realize that I've never really thought about what the guy from Vampire Weekend looks like, and seeing him singing because he has such a weird voice was super odd and surreal for a while. I don't think I know a single one of their songs. Wow. Uh, they have that one that goes like... You know that one? Sounds like the Tim Burton uh, Batman theme. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's Nailed it. They it. did that one. Okay, <laughs> you would probably recognize one of the five songs on their like Spotify top five. Hmm. Yeah, all right, at least. Um, yeah, and they they their most popular album, which was just called Vampire Weekend, is the one that I've heard a billion times. I listened to their follow up Contra a couple times and liked it. But I realized that they had another one that I'd never listened to, and then this was promoting their new album. So, about half of the songs I didn't recognize. Some of them are pretty good, though. I would, I'm gonna go back and listen to those albums now, because they were actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, did you guys know that this was a weed band? Oh, yeah. Uh, what does that mean? <laughs> like fish or something? Yeah, I guess. Huh. Okay, no, I didn't. I did know. not expect that. And, like, guys, there was weed <laughs> at this concert. <laughs> There was some weed. Matt, before Vampire Weekend, what was the most recent concert you went to? Uh, I went to the Decemberists at the Man Center last year. They have, like, an end-of-summer mm. concert every year, and every year it's a band I like, so that's where they Were do. people not smoking weed at the Decemberists? That no, seems unlikely. everyone was extremely a nerd. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're all <laughs> Ren Faire weed nerds. nerds. I bet they would have if they knew where to buy weed, but they didn't. <laughs> Ooh, or they were like uh, steampunk nerds and they were all vaping weed so you couldn't smell it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. There was some vaping at this uh, at this uh, Vampire Weekend concert as well. Mm, yeah. Um, but yeah, like, the, the Decemberist concert, I actually thought it was interesting because it was at the exact same venue, exact same time of year, and that one was very, like, a bunch of angry nerds. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And this one was like, so many people walked into me accidentally and then said, oh, sorry, dude. <laughs> so like, if that, if that I think sums up my experience of the crowd at this concert perfectly. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, but the band was extremely good. Uh, they took requests. Whoa, did you say I, Freebird? No, <laughs> I was up at the the balcony. So like, I was very far away anyway. And also don't be that guy, anyone. Never be that kind. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if the band asks for requests, make sure you do not give any requests. <laughs> apparently, stare at them steely-eyed until they embarrassedly play their next song. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, the apparently the uh, the band Ween will take requests and not just for their own songs. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, they didn't specify that it needed to be their own songs, but that is what people requested. Right. Yeah. Um, but fucking one of the things was that they didn't play Oxford Comma, and they the requests were at the uh, for, were the encore. So like, there that's your biggest song. You can't leave until you play Oxford Comma, you guys. But they Not did apparently, band. huh? They they did when somebody requested, but I don't oh. think they were planning to. Oh, uh, well, that's that's the whole premise of an encore. Like, we're leaving. Oh, wait, you want us to play war? Okay, I guess. So they didn't play their biggest hit so that someone would request it. Yeah, I wish, I wish I could remember which one that is. Who gives a fuck about an Oxford comma? You know that one? No, I don't. I, I know oh. A-Punk, uh, and then the kids don't stand a chance. Yeah. Uh, and Cape Cod Quasa Quasa. Yeah. I don't know any of these, I don't think. <clears throat> you might like them, Louisa. They're, they're yeah. a very sort of, um, 
like, modern-day Paul Simon vibe. Hmm, I don't know how I feel about that. Maybe. They, they, they kind of have, like, they're sort of an intersection of, like, uh, African-inspired rhythms with sort of a, an electronica vibe, but then very folk music lyrically. Imagine, hmm. imagine if the yeah. Shins were good at recording their music. <laughs> yeah. Mm, I don't know if I can imagine that. <laughs> imagine if, like, all of the very douchey bros who live in, like, Cape Cod and areas like that were actually emotionally deep and had talent at playing music. Oh, and the, the main the main guy from it made that Netflix anime with the big Toblerone that everyone made memes about. <laughs> I've seen the memes, I don't know anything yeah. about what I have no idea what you're talking about at all. It's called Neo Yokio, and it stars Jaden Smith, and uh, he, like, is visiting someone in the hospital who betrays him, and he has a giant Toblerone, mm-hmm. and he says, you don't deserve this big Toblerone. This is Jeff sneaking back into... Oh, yeah, whoops! Like oh, no, I... <laughs> I'm sorry, this has been an episode of Jeff Kowalski Meme Explainer, my bad. Uh, <laughs> it is a good meme. It's pretty good. I, I, so did he write this? How does this connect to the guy from... He's the crea- Ezra Koenig is the creator of this show. What does that mean? What does creator mean? Did he draw all these pictures? Uh, I don't know. He might have just, like, Did said... Did he just say, hey guys, Jaden Smith with a big toe <laughs> and then fall back asleep? Yeah, he might have been like, it's, like, my idea is to make an anime, and then he left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty good idea. I, I wouldn't ever come up with that idea. <laughs> I don't want to make an anime. <laughs> mm. Yeah, your idea would be, what if anime was good? Yeah. <laughs> they already did that. It was called Cowboy Bebop. Boo! No, because she doesn't like anime, though. <laughs> While you were saying they already did that, I was taking my deep breath to boo whatever you're going to say. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest. When I said they already did that, I didn't have a thing to <laughs> yeah. say at the end of it. Fair enough. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Yep. You keep um, laying down those train tracks and you'll you'll get where you're going. You're not going to crash out. Choo-choo. So anyway, um, going to a concert as an old is is radical because like when I was a younger man and I went you to wore a lot a younger of, man's clothes. Yes, when I wore a younger man's clothes that I'd stolen from the laundromat. Uh, <laughs> Give him those was, clothes back, Billy. <laughs> That's my nightmare. <laughs> so I'm gonna steal my clothes. It's gonna be Billy uh, Joel. <laughs> and he thinks you're a man. <laughs> the laundromat bandit Billy Joel. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know his real name, so we just refer to him as Billy Joel. Uh, oh man, is that the ultimate uh, accolade you could get? Would be that they started naming unidentified corpses after you. That <laughs> your name's generic enough yeah. to replace like, John Doe. So John Doe like, feels. John Doe was what we used to use, but everyone agreed that we like. I don't know, Billy uh, Joel. Ryan Seacrest enough that now we're going to call all corpses Ryan Seacrest. I don't think it's an honor. But it would be. Would you not be honored? Bad news, Lieutenant Gordon. We got a call in. The Waynes were killed by some Ryan Seacrest with a gun in a dark alley. Can you imagine if a hundred years from now in a movie somebody came in and was like, oh my god, there's a Ryan Seacrest dead on the floor and then had to like puke behind a a morgue table or whatever? Oh, uh, this is very fun. This is good for a reboot of Futurama. Yeah. <laughs> wait, are we doing that? Yeah. Sure, why not? Everyone else has. Oh, wait, you said you wanted to do an anime, but good. Oh, yeah, oh, Futurama nice. is an anime, but good. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Oh. Um, anyway, no, going to, I went to a lot of concerts when I was younger that were like a crowd of people who were not yet sold on whether they liked the band or not. <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yes. <clears throat> um, and now I only go to bands that haven't been popular for 10 years. Mm. And so I know that they're good and I like all of their music and that mm-hmm. is the way to be. Yeah, that's the sweet spot. Yeah, that is good. Yep. I think technically the last live concert I saw any part of was happening upon the Boys to Men concert that was going on in Epcot when I was in Epcot. <laughs> and it was pretty fucking great. They just yeah. played their hits in a tight little set and everyone was super excited. Everyone from children all the way to grandparents. Yep. Uh, had a great time. I miss when a band's debut single was them explaining how they got a record deal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I want yes. more of that. Story song. <laughs> They got bitten by a radioactive film producer or uh-huh. record producer. I believe in lyrical lore, Boys to Men, it was, uh, hey, we're boys to men. Know what I'm saying? And that was the full explanation <laughs> yeah. of how they got a record deal. <laughs> I do like the trivia that that guy from Belle Biv DeVoe is the one who, like, taught them how to be. And mm-hmm. they all dress like he did in that one music video. Yeah. It was pretty great. See, I what I like about it is they do their audition in the middle of the song where yeah. he's like, hey, what do you do? And they all go, it's very fun. <laughs> it is. <laughs> the trouble is that's the kind of music that's extremely impressive live and you really don't get any of that on the recording. Like, they sound good, but they don't sound amazing and you know that would be amazing live. So what other bands have a song that just describes who they are? Creedence Clearwater Vibe Revival has travel and band. Mm-hmm. Billy Joel has Piano Man. Okay, yeah, yep. It's true. Um, well, John has Rocket Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Billy, a pia- he did say he is a Rocket Man, so it is autobiographical. Piano yeah. Man is all about how Billy Joel goes to the laundromat, steals young men's clothes, <laughs> and then fills all their jars with loaves of bread. <laughs> true. So um, I've been waiting yeah. to make that joke for like five minutes. I forgot it. I'm really glad yeah, we moved like back around. Mo- I'd like to take a moment before we move on to what. Just sit right between. there, and I'll tell you all about how yeah. I. Became- <laughs> That's yeah. another one. Yes. <laughs> God damn it! He's the rapper. He's playlist. He's the DJ. I'm um, the rapper. Was his first single. Does the Gilligan's <laughs> Island theme count? <laughs> I was gonna say the theme song to the nanny. Explains <laughs> things pretty well. <laughs> yes. Um, I'd like to take a moment before we move on to Jeff's thing to put Jeff on blast because I just got a notification that Jeff tweeted eight minutes ago. Yeah. Jeff! Yeah, but have I been absent from the show at all or have I been making the best jokes? Uh, I've been trying to be doing my part, assuming that my friends would do their part and not leave me in the lurch. I put my phone away. Can you believe it? My phone's all the way over on my bed under my cat, but I have a computer right in front of me. (laughs) (sighs) Also, why are you on Twitter? Blast in two different ways. Get off Twitter. Okay. All right. I'm back on Audacity. <laughs> okay. Mm, now okay. just stare at that line as you tell us <laughs> what right, you cool. did this week. Uh, so do you want to hear about me playing Super Metroid or about me going to a comedy show last night? Comedy show. Okay. Yeah, comedy show. All right, cool. So I clicked interested or actually I clicked going, I think, on an event like a month and a half ago. And it was, uh, the comedian Mike Kaplan, um, playing in a little club that's like a five, ten minute walk from my apartment. Uh, and he apparently does the show monthly. And so I got the notification on my phone at 7.30, I think, and the show started at 8.30, and I was like, hmm, do I go to this? Six dollars. 
yeah, sure. And I put my clothes back on and I went out and it, uh, like, cause I was, you know, already in my soft clothes, uh, my, mm. my shorts and tank top. Your smoking jacket. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of use, starting to use the term soft clothes to describe your underwear. <laughs> no, to describe your like lounging around the, I, I use it. I think I got it from Paul F. Tompkins. Mm, uh, I use it to describe my lounging around the house clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, for me, it's a basketball, it's basketball shorts and usually a tank top or whatever shirt I had on that day earlier. Um, yeah, yeah, I get it. yeah, you get it. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> I put my clothes back on and went to the show and this place was teeny tiny. Like the whole comedy club was about the size of my apartment. Um, it had a like little bar area and bookstore and then a curtain that divided the showroom uh, away from that part. And the comedian and two of his friends were the only person there besides the bartender, who was also the ticket seller. Um, and they were just browsing books, which was very weird because I have never seen this person in real life. I've only like listened to his podcast, so it was weird to like just see him talking and it's the same voice coming out of a real person instead of my headphones. Yeah. Um, which is always, like, yeah. slightly unsettling. Do you guys ever mm-hmm. think about the fact when you see a podcaster in real life or, like, hear them talking in person? Do you ever think about how, I guess, okay, this might be disturbing for our listeners who I, who may feel this way about us, although probably they don't have the same uh, glamorous view of us that we do of actually good <laughs> Oh, podcasters. I hope somebody does. That would be amazing. <laughs> but do you ever think about, like, you think this person would be weirded out to know how many times I've listened to their voice while I'm on the toilet? <laughs> <laughs> I would never think that. No, what are you talking about? <laughs> That's literally all I can think. My- Whenever I'm like, when I when I met Paul F. Tompkins a little while ago, and I was like, I love your stand-up, and I shook his hand, and I was very good and polite, and I swear I wasn't weird or awkward at all, uh-huh. but there was definitely some voice in the back of my head that's like, don't mention the toilet. Does, does he know how many times you've been naked listening to his voice? <laughs> he assumes he also listens to podcasts. Yeah. Uh, I have, I have a different effect when I meet, um, people like for the first, like famous people for the first time. Famous mm-hmm. feels like the wrong word to describe a podcaster. That's not yeah, a slam on podcasters, but you know, yeah. uh, but yeah. you know, uh, anyone of, uh, of note. And that is because I am five feet four inches tall, and everyone else is a normal size for a human to be. <laughs> You're uh, a normal size. No, I'm extremely below average. Like you're uh, a normal size for a certain type of person. <laughs> yeah, like a <laughs> hobbit, or perhaps <laughs> thing to say, man. Perhaps a gnome. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I was trying to be magnanimous. <laughs> uh, but it, the most upsetting for this was when I met Griffin McElroy and he towered over me and I'm like, no, he's the small one. He's yeah, the shortest he's the of the three. But no, he was like way taller than me. He was like a head okay. taller than me. In my mind, whenever there's fan art of Angus McDonald, that's just a picture of Griffin McElroy. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> but counterpoint, I'm, I'm, like a little bit above average height, and most of the time mm, when I'm, brag. yeah, um, that it's a, that's just me flexing. But um, <laughs> no, it, something that's very weird is people that I like look up to and think of as adults <laughs> when I meet them. I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm seven inches taller than you. Yeah. <laughs> that's weird. It's that very weird. It's it's weird to ever have anyone famous be smaller than you. I'm taller too. than Paul F. Tompkins, for well, instance. What? Yeah. He seems he enormous. <laughs> yeah, he like, does. He's like 5'11", and I'm a little bit taller than him. Huh. 
You know, back yeah, like a year ago when everyone was talking about big dick energy, uh-huh. Paul uh-huh. F. Tompkins has that. <laughs> sure. Um, I don't think I want to ever think about Paul F. Tompkins' <laughs> dick at all. He's one of my favorite people to be amused by, and I don't want to ever think about his dick. Just saying, yeah. he seems like he has a real big dick. Anyway, I sat way up front at this comedy show that ended up having like maybe ten people out of at most. Uh, the table next to me in the front row was empty. The two tables behind me in the next row were empty, and then it was like everyone else was back in the back. Um, so of course I got picked on by the comedians, which I like. I like for that to happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's why you go to these things, huh? Yeah, it's my kink. Oh, yeah. I have a public humiliation like a, kink. You feel like trash, please. <laughs> yeah, Come spit on, in my mouth, my calf. Was... <laughs> no, too no, far. Uh, too far, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, but I liked it. He, like, asked my name, and then when I left the show, he said, hey, good night, Jeff. I was like, oh, he remembered oh, awesome. from when he was on stage. Yeah, he kissed you on the forehead and yep. touched you Gently. <laughs> Um, you fall into the chapter. This is why people will uh, still canvas for uh, political office because uh, just by meeting someone and ha- having them say your name, you feel like, oh, this person's really great. I'll vote yeah. for them. So now you're gonna vote for Mike Kaplan. Mm, I might start going to his comedy show every month exactly. and uh, become his friend by uh, persistence. By voting with your dollars, with yep. your four dollars, six, six dollars. Oh, okay, okay, good. I then did spend. No, Louise is saying you're gonna donate four extra dollars to him every time. Yeah, well, it was a <laughs> show. Buddy, Mike Kaplan. It was for what? What you call it? Uh, charity. So. I could have, oh, nice. I could have done that. Uh, instead, I bought a can of cider and a lemon bar. Ooh, yeah. nice. Ooh. Oh god damn! I could go for a lemon bar. Right it now. was like a good lemon bar made by some like oh. local baker too, and it was yeah. the Citizen Cider Dirty Mayor, which is like a ginger cider. Oh, it's great! <laughs> nice little Wait, did Monday. You say night. it was a bad lemon bar? No, it was good. It was made by a local oh. baker. You said a word that blanked yeah, out for me. Yeah, it did for me too. And then you said it was like this. a. Lemon yeah. bar? Yes, but good? context clues. I figured out that Jeff liked it. Uh-huh. Well, I didn't know until he started saying the cider was also good that it was a good thing and not. It was like I a see. bad lemon bar that was made by a local baker, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'll burn on that baker. No, Can I be honest? Good. I kind of think all lemon bars are bad lemon mm, bars. Wrong. Oh. Incorrect. I don't like yeah, it. They're lemon so, bars rule. They're so eggy. You can taste those egg yolks yes. so much. Mm, yeah, Delicious eggs. Everyone likes eggs. Yeah, don't you like an eggy custard? Uh, yes, but in a totally different sense. Like, I don't like to taste the egg yolk so much in a dessert. No. Um, I like that. Egg tarts are great. Anyway, I, uh, that's what I did. And then we're gonna... Sounds good. Yeah, I, I had to put down Super Metroid to go to this show real quick. So, there, <laughs> I talked about that, too. Uh, yep. So, I've gotten our random wiki, and I've put the link in the chat. I am baffled. Yeah, it is easily the most boring topic we've ever... <laughs> So uh, let me get an actual thing that people should probably learn about. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to learn about it right now. So, so we got <clears throat> the IT law wiki. I am trying to say that. I cleared my throat so I can say it. I'm I say it. it. I say it, and then you read the description. <laughs> okay. Are you done? The whole yeah. system is breaking down, you guys. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Go ahead. Purge. This episode is the purge, you guys. <laughs> Every no episode rules. is the purge. 
if you do all laws including murder are legal while you're listening to this podcast. all laws yeah, are let's legal find out about it with it law so mm-hmm. the it law wiki has a bunch of circuit board graphics behind the words mm-hmm. there so that's like great sliders this, like the tv show sliders this is sure, this I is take your word for purge it. the tv series not any of the purge movies that's how low budget we are we're always worried about our wikis having no information. This one has so much that I'm definitely just going to read the very first part. Has uh, any has anyone ever done a purge podcast? How would that? I work? don't know what that means. Like a, like a radio show that's just the purge. If you write it, they will yeah. come. <laughs> you have to do that thing where people are like, "Oh no, don't stab me with a knife!" Ah, yeah, squish noise, squish noise. <laughs> that's what would be so good about it. You see, I feel like. Uh, you could actually get a lot of humor out of the idea of like <laughs> doing a gore movie <laughs> podcast. There's there's so many of those. There's a lot of like horror fiction. Yeah, but I Comedy feel like they're though? trying to be good as opposed to recognizing that they are inherently stupid. Yeah, that's true. So, welcome to the IT Law Wiki. <clears throat> This wiki is an encyclopedia of the legal issues, uh, policies, publications, cases, statutes, events, people, and organizations that make up the global fields of information law, information technology law, also oh, often referred to as computer law, cyber law, or oh, internet law. Cyber law cyber is law. all one word. Yeah, that's the one. Amazing. <laughs> and cyber law, Jeff, you law. found your, the name that you need to give yourself <laughs> next episode. <laughs> I'm Jeff Cyberlaw Kowalski. It's perfect. Uh, this wiki focuses on the laws, regulations, and policy issues that impact the information. I'm going to stop reading now because it's just so many yeah. things. I thought that this was going to be a wiki about how much taxes Pennywise has to pay. Uh, <laughs> that uh, that was more yeah. laughs than that deserved. Thank you, Matt. No, I wasn't <laughs> laughing at you. I was just coughing. You're on autopilot. You're like, it's time to make a pleasant noise. Yeah, he but, like, said it like things. a joke, so I'm going to... Sure yeah, all. Exactly. Um, so this isn't going to be a joke either, but uh, this is a bit upsetting to me because this is my job. <laughs> like, yeah, we're going to talk for the next 20 minutes about the thing that I do for a job all day, every day. Anyway. Yeah, I uh, I love that the uh, the front page about section is, is structured like a legal document. Yes. Yeah. I also, I know everyone has to do this, but I hate that it's so much stuff about laws. And then, of course, like, oh, don't take this as legal advice. That's what you're here for, though. Like, I know you you don't want to get sued, but you yeah, are giving legal advice. Yeah, they need a winky advice. emoji at the end of that, for sure. <laughs> My yeah. favorite thing in the world is that disclaimer on the subreddit r slash legal advice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, I really Lawyers have really ruined the English language and society. Speaking of the English language, number three on the list, all entries need to be in English. While IT law is a global phenomenon, we believe that using English will allow this wiki to be used by the largest number of people worldwide. That one makes me a little bit nervous. Um, that would I? It's probably more true to say that it, you like that would be true numbers wise if it was Chinese. Um, mm-hmm. but computer stuff in China is different. Yeah. Yeah, and the laws here, the ones that I'm seeing just clicking around, are mostly either American or European law, and those ones are mostly in... Mm, I guess. I don't know. That that always makes me suspicious. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, the, the North American and European, uh, IT governance laws are largely in English. And Spanish and French. Some, but mostly in English. I mean, like, yes, but mostly English. 
Mm. Yeah, I, I guess literally it depends just, on how you... I literally, the, this past Friday, just got my, re-upped my certification in international IT governance. Oh, he's got you there. Oh, so you have to recuse yourself from this episode. <laughs> yes, I suppose so. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, so this is incredibly dry. It looks like no jokes or anything, really. Yep. So this episode, no more jokes. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Oh, we had so much fun at the top. Yeah. This is our comeuppance. Yep. Now we are doing a serious episode, and this episode should be taken as legal advice. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Oh no! Top content: most visited pages, sexually explicit, privacy settings, copyright, failure mm. to state a claim upon which relief can be granted. Do Bi- you think Bitcoin, Bitcoin, Bitcoin. and botnet? <laughs> Do you think sexually explicit is on here because everyone just comes to this wiki and then searches sex? <laughs> <laughs> like looking up breast in a dictionary? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty good. good. Yep. Um, I think it's way. probably people who want to uh, sue Facebook for deleting their nudes. <laughs> yeah. Or Tumblr for getting weird. Whatever happened with Tumblr? Anybody know? Uh, they I set up, up they set up an algorithm to uh, delete people's sexually explicit photos that mm-hmm. doesn't catch all of the sexually explicit photos and catches mm-hmm. a bunch of photos that are not sexually explicit and mm-hmm. their user base depleted by like seventy five percent. Yeah, that's kind of what I figured. Yep. I don't understand how they didn't know that they were only for porn. Yeah, yeah. I don't get it. I'm. I, I, I literally don't know anyone who has been to Tumblr for any reason other than porn. In the well, I don't think they didn't know people use it for porn, but they decided they could clean it up and sell it for a profit, which is kind of what everybody does. Yeah, I'm surprised that Twitter hasn't locked down the porn stuff, because yeah. it's all because of uh, FOSTA-SESTA, right? Who knows? I refuse <laughs> to learn about internet law. <laughs> is FOSTA-SESTA some kind of Pokemon? Yes. Uh, no, it's that, that anti- Big air quotes, uh, anti-sex trafficking law that actually just, uh, punishes, it says websites can be held liable for having ads for sex work on them. Mm-hmm. Ah, yes. Yeah. yeah, all that. Everything's bad on the internet. Yeah. Yep. We already know that. Um, I do think it's interesting how much of information governance and IT law nowadays is mostly around the fact that, like, information doesn't really have a physical component anymore. Yeah. Uh, and it's like totally thrown off the way that people think because like interna- international borders between different countries and stuff can't mean anything <laughs> to like data. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> like it's very weird. There's a lot of laws on the book, especially in Canada and Europe, about like where data is allowed to exist. So like if you have a uh, credit card number, you can't store it on a server that is in the United States if you're, if you're from Canada. Like, a Canadian mm-hmm. credit card number is not allowed to be ser- stored on a server in the United States, mm-hmm. but the server isn't really where the data is. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I can still access the data here, so what does that matter? Well, all laws are written by people who don't understand computers. Yeah. yeah this is the crisis in a lot of ways. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's I, understanding of computers is from Mission Impossible movies, where they're imagining the <laughs> servers getting uh, hacked personally yeah. by Tom Cruise. <laughs> yes. By someone who's uh, swinging down from the ceiling on a wire uh, right above uh, laser beams. Yep. That's why they wear silly, silly putty on their faces at all times. That's why everyone <laughs> keeps their server room at the top of the tallest skyscraper in the world. Mm-hmm. Well, that just, that just makes sense. You get the you get the largest 
network coverage that way. Yeah, oh, yeah. you get the you get the Wi-Fi from the Birch Dubai all the way in uh, <laughs> uh, Abu Dhabi. No. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Jesus. Well, you did it. <laughs> I almost died from that one, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you needed uh, you needed to refer back to your old friend Garfield. <laughs> yep. <laughs> We've all got a friend in Garfield, you guys. Have you read the good book? By which I mean Garf- Garfield minus Garfield. In Garf. I wish I knew the name of any of the Garfield compilation books the to w- say there because it would have been very funny, but I don't. The world. They're all to like Garf. Garfield wide load, aren't they? They're all something like that, right? Garfield <laughs> over overeating for Thanksgiving. Garfield big pussy. <laughs> okay, not that one. Though. <laughs> but that was not that one. Garfield's on um, Sopranos. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. He said yeah. yes in the face and had a lasagna. <laughs> uh, no, no Sopranos fans here. The, okay. The most important thing in the world to me now is to look at the list of the names of all of the Garfield compilations. Hold oh on. My God. Uh, okay. One of them's like overeating. I. I clicked off of the Garfield Wikipedia because I assumed you were going to yell at me if I started reading the list of the Garfield collections. <laughs> I mean, yes, that, that's true, but I'm allowed to. He's done 68 fucking collections! Here's the name of the first television special. Here comes Garfield. Mm, Pretty good. <sighs> um, nope, this is nothing. Yeah, I thought this would be bad. funnier than the IT wiki, but it's really not. Yeah, I'm wondering why there's not just a list of these. Is there just too many? No, there's a list. I have a list. Oh, you found a list? Garfield yeah, at Garfield. Large, his first book. Yeah, yeah Garfield at Large. Garfield gains weight. Garfield bigger yeah. than life. Garfield <laughs> weighs in. Garfield takes the cake. Garfield eats his heart out. Garfield yep. sits around the house. Oh my Garfield god. The scales. Garfield <laughs> loses his feet. Garfield makes it big. Garfield rolls on. Garfield out to lunch. He has other qualities. He's not just fat. I'm, He's also mean and terrible. I'm <laughs> amazed that the first 11 books are about him being fat. Oh, that, it keeps going too. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna look to see if I can find the first one that's not a joke about being fat. Takes his licks. I don't think that's about being fat. No, that's definitely about. Yeah, of course it is. Okay. Says a mouthful by the pound. Life in the fat lane. That was just him trying to preempt Weird Al from doing a cover. Tons of fun. No, no. Oh, you always thought you had one. <laughs> uh, hogs the spotlight, maybe? No. Probably not. Are are the ones with uh, pig pun titles, do they contain U.S. Acres strips as well? No. <laughs> they should, but no, they don't. Uh, goes Bananas. There you his go. His 44th book, although bananas are a food. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think that anyone would say, like, <laughs> bananas is somehow coded language for being fat. Yeah. Uh, Caution Wide Lotus is 56th book. Good job, Louisa. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I knew it! Goes to His Happy Place is not about food or explicitly about being fat, and it is his 58th book. There you go. Sure. Weird. The the 68th book is the last one announced, but the supposed 69th book on here is just called nice. Is a Bag of Shit. <laughs> Garfield is a fat bag of shit. <laughs> Untitled 70th book, tentatively called Garfield Dies. <laughs> 71st book, for fuck's sake, please let me stop writing about this awful cat. 
Uh, you think they're going to keep writing Garfield's after Jim Davis dies? Definitely. Oh, right. he hasn't been writing it for 30 years. I thought he'd been writing it this whole time. No, he is the supervisor of it, and other people write and draw it based on, vaguely based on ideas he maybe had. I think that if you were to get a sufficiently advanced AI, by which I mean any computer, and have it read all 68 of these books, it could Mm -hmm. produce an infinite number of equally funny Garfield comic strips for all eternity. How many Garfield comics are there? Let's not think about that anymore. God. Okay, so ITE law. Yeah. Yeah, it's very is that good. Uh, is that yes. what you want, Louisa? Yes. It's what you want. I wanted yes. to know what yes, it is. I wanted to know what failure to state a claim upon which relief can be granted meant, and it's a fancy yeah. it's a fancy way of saying uh the complainant in a legal case is not actually has not provided sufficient evidence that a law has been broken. Oh yeah. Or that or that they would be that, entitled to some kind of legal remedy. Hmm. Um, uh-huh. anyway, I got a random page, and I pasted it in, and it's ad hoc mode, um, which I know what that is. I'm gonna go ad hoc mode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. This episode is full of ty- names for you to use, nicknames for you to use yeah. every week. Ad hoc, yeah. ad hoc mode is Weird Al's, uh, parody of Travis Scott's sicko mode, for sure. Um, anyway, it's... I'll put that song at the end of the episode. <laughs> I love the little graphic. Yeah, it's... I love how long Jeff paused to try to get somebody to react in nope. some way to his reference. No, no I just forgot the phrase that we do. Um, oh, yes. uh, it's when computers connect directly to each other instead of to some kind of server, server hub or router. Yeah, and the picture is clip art of four identical laptops that are connected with arrows. Having a sexual foursome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's very good. Each of them has little waves of Wi-Fi coming out of them, and the waves yeah, are all nice. touching. I assume that that was sexual pleasure. That yeah, is. <laughs> You nailed it. Um, uh, yeah, without specifically without an access point or wired connection, so they have to be. Mm-hmm. This is like how you would uh, trade Pokemon in a group of friends on your Nintendo 3DS. They usually. Oh, thanks for putting in terms that I can understand. Yeah, or the regular Nintendo <laughs> or, DS. For instance, how you would have an orgy with three friends. Yep. Over over <laughs> yeah, land. Anyone can do anything to any other person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> as long as they've got an open port. As long as everyone's installed the same mods, you can all play Doom. You have to agree ahead of time to be, to make your network accessible to others. Yep. You have to uh, open. You have to open your ports. I oh, said that sorry. one already. Oh, damn it. Yeah. Damn it. Sorry. Damn it. Uh, I do call sex playing Doom, so... <laughs> <laughs> that <one is> like, <laughs> uh, that's only because... At, no. No, don't. Yeah, <laughs> don't. Whatever it is. <laughs> I was gonna say, that's only because every time that you have sex, you end by shooting a bazooka into the person's <sighs> face. I hate this. Yeah, hate that so was... Much. You shouldn't have done it. I we should have but... said the last five things each of us said. <laughs> Uh, this is a really good episode of the so, show, you guys. <laughs> ad hoc mode is a good way to steal people's information at a cafe or something, I'm yep. guessing. Uh-huh. If your computer is open to being connected to in this way, unless you have a very good encryption and security, mm-hmm. anyone who knows anything about computers can probably yeah. steal anything stored on your hard drive. Oh, right. uh, ad hoc mode. Yeah, ad hoc mode is like mainly useful for Nintendo handhelds. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like the Switch the Switch does multiplayer. As long that way. as you don't name your Pikachu your social security number. <laughs> I cannot stress this enough. Wait, can we bring the Nintendo Switch into the orgy joke? 
Um, uh, we can't. I think that's, we can't. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the most you can do with it. All right, really. cool. I just wanted to make everyone aware that I knew that there's a joke there, um, but we don't have to spend energy on it. Okay, so In I got a random page, and my random page is the United States <laughs> Constitution. I oh man, are we going to steal the that. Constitution? Um, it seems like this is all of the Constitution, you guys. Oh my god, it is. Oh my god, it is. All the bits <laughs> that don't have anything to do with IT. Oh boy, I've read the Constitution, but you know what? Don't remember most of it, so this is a good chance to brush up. Uh, it is yep. the first seven articles, and then a bunch of stuff about how they designed it to be amended. Uh, and then the amendments. And then it is actually just a summary of the amendments. That's true, it's not the full text. Okay. Uh, sorry guys, I have to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, okay. Is Great. this a, is it easy? While we're talking about your page, you bastard. Is he pranking us? <laughs> Probably. No. Uh, this isn't the one. I always get the various, uh, Founding Fathers, uh, works confused. And I don't remember which words are in which one. Yeah. This isn't the, uh, we hold these truths to be self-evident. Uh, one. we the people of the United States in order to form a more perfect union? Yeah. It's that one. I always like the other one. We hold these truths one. Because I think that's that a declaration. A, yes, I think you're right. That is such an inflammatory statement, but school kind of like crushed all the passion out of it. So you're like, yeah, yeah, we hold these truths to be self-evident. That is a declaration of war, obviously, like being sent to uh, the king, people in power, and it's kind of amazing. Yeah, I mean, I if they meant it, I would be more impressed with it, but they did not. Yeah, yeah, but it's such a good statement. I guess that's really all they were about, isn't it? Yeah, it's, we <laughs> hold, like, I, the sentence is very, here's, I always say, America, pretty good on paper, but in yeah. practice, uh, we haven't done any of the stuff that we wrote down. <laughs> yeah, we hold true. these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are yeah. endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these yeah. are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Yeah, that's pretty but good. Thing, yes, but when you're saying it to someone, we need to change things, and you're saying this is self-evident, that is a real fuck you. Yeah, we're, it's, it's them being like, yeah, it's super obvious that we shouldn't just have kings, everyone has rights, dumbass. Yeah, uh, that's right. Pretty good. Okay, cool. All right. What if they're like <laughs> the hip wide open and market. cool? Uh, oh, are they great? Yeah, they're gonna be oh, hip and oh, cool in this one. Uh, what if they like do some like rapping and dancing? Mm, that's too far. Okay, <laughs> taking it too far. We, and I'm off board. We have to choose a non-problematic uh, figure for. So it's not gonna be about Jefferson. Um, um, Sorry about that, guys. I had that thing where I had to pee so bad that I started sweating. <laughs> that was pee coming out. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Out of the top of you. <laughs> I was just like, can I can I make us go very fast through the rest of this episode? No, I cannot. Yes. Uh, so the thing we're discussing is non-problematic founding fathers. Can you think of any? John Adams. Uh, somebody did that thing recently where they edited the picture of all the founding fathers to put red dots over the faces of everyone who owned slaves, and there was only three guys left. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wasn't there a Quaker? Some of the Quakers were okay, right? I don't know. I, all I know is John Adams and, yes, it's funny, the Adams family were all ab abolitionists. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's why John Adams was the only good president ever. Yeah, I think there's some true. good uh, trees that were planted by the Founding Fathers. Do they count? Mm, maybe. 
not your non-problematic fame is a tree, is an oak tree <laughs> somewhere in Virginia. Yeah. I love when, uh, like, when conservative people on Twitter are like, oh, so if we're gonna not have Robert E. Lee statues, then we have to get rid of all the statues of Thomas Jefferson and George Washington, right? And then everyone in their replies is like, yes, that's a good idea. <laughs> yep. <laughs> It's so funny how, like, I mean, every slippery slope argument is stupid and, like, facetious to a fault anyway, but I love the slippery slope arguments people make where they're like, oh man, if you do this thing that I don't want to happen, then these other things that you want but I don't could happen as well, and you're like, oh, hell yes, absolutely. Like, that's the point. Sweet. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's very bizarre, because, like, you know what else is a slippery slope? A water slide! Hooray! (laughs) Or, more importantly, like, everyone's always like, oh, well, if we tear down all the statues of people who own slaves, then where do we draw the line? It's like, how about where if you own slaves? Yeah, that's the line. The line line is the fine line. We're all on board with it. (laughs) We can reassess after we get rid of those ones. Yeah, we'll start there, and then, like, maybe maybe we can go later uh, more. (laughs) Good job, (laughs) guys. Later we could do another one. <laughs> Different this time. Jeff, you're, are you writing the lyrics to your sensual slow jam? No, this is our hip-hop musical about the Founding Fathers that Louisa and I are Oh, writing. yeah! Gotta have yeah. a sex number in it. Hamel what? Hamel what? Hamel who? Or Hamilton? It's probably a better... Is that the owl version of Alexander? It's a secret to the Guardians of Gaul. <laughs> yes, he was the one who he wrote the Constitution for the Guardians of Gaul. Uh, what are we doing? I don't know. I think you need to tell us about your not giving away my hoot. Is All that right, here we go. Anything? Yeah, we're, have, we're definitely having too much fun. So the one that I got is, and I'm not sure if this is pronounced altogether, but I won't try. The EDIAS Software International versus Basis International, which is a case, apparently. Yeah, a case, U.S. federal case, uh, U.S. jurisdiction. Uh, the defendant, a New Mexico software company, sent email messages to some of its customers and posted a notice on its website and on the CompuServe forum stating that it had canceled its distribution agreement with the plaintiff. EDIAS sued, claiming that the email, website, and CompuServe notices constituted defamation and tortious interference with contract, among other things. This is incredibly boring. Yeah, this is really weird. I don't know uh, who these companies are, but one agreed to distribute the other's software and then said, never mind, but posted about it publicly. Yeah, that's very weird. The thing that I think is weird is that, uh, so this company said, like, we're not selling those guys' stuff anymore. And then the people that they weren't selling anymore sued them for giving them a bad name because they stopped doing it. And the court found in their favor. I, the I court think... said, like, okay, yeah, <clears throat> even though you were going to stop doing business with these with these guys, by saying you weren't going to do business with them anymore, you, like, hurt their reputation. I think it was, yeah. I, I, what I'm getting Get from it. reading this is that it was a breach of contract, and then the defamation part is that they posted about it online, too? That they were going to breach the contract? Yeah. Yeah, I, that does seem like overkill. If you're going to end business with another company, like, the political thing to do is just, like, end that yeah. business with them. But I to make know, announcements, but- that seems a little bit uh, self-serving. 
This was 1996. I think that we just didn't know that you're not supposed to post that stuff online. Yeah, I also feel like I can see the the alternate argument, though, where you're like, well, we need to let our customers know that they can't buy this stuff from us anymore. Like, I don't want our customers to be mad at us if they come to us and they're like, we need to buy this and we don't do that anymore. Yeah, but the thing is, they probably would get another company to do that. So they're letting the customers know, oh, hey, we're not doing business with this one company anymore. The customers actually, I'm guessing, probably don't care about that. But it does hurt this other company to say, oh, we're specifically not working with them. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I I guess we'd have to know what they they do. But like... I don't know. For instance, my company has a deal with, um, like a, a company that notifies people if they, if there's a chance that their information has been stolen, like mm-hmm. a, a identity theft protection kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and we switched vendors a couple of times just because companies go out of business or whatever. And we are legally required to notify people when we switch to a new vendor for that. Yeah. So well, I would, if I was in this company, I'd be like, I think we might be legally required to tell people that we've stopped distributing these other guys. Well, stuff. here's a quote from the court. Uh, the defendant should not be permitted to take advantage of modern technology through an internet web page and forum and simultaneously escape traditional notions of jurisdiction. I like uh, them calling it an internet web page. Yeah. I don't really know what this means at all. <laughs> yeah. I think they probably would have had to go to court to cancel the contract, um, and instead the company just, like, tweeted, uh, best friend, uh, friendship with EDIAS is over. (laughs) Now now CompuServe is my best friend. (laughs) EDIAS, I heard EDIAS say some, uh, some things to women at a party so they're canceled now. (laughs) You still see this kind of thing a little bit on social media where some company will be like, hey, congratulations, we announced that uh, this person is the new director of this video game, and then the person that everyone knew was the director tweets something like, huh, so this is how I find out, and it makes everybody look bad, and it's like, why did this company think that sharing information in this way was a good idea? You just described how our government literally works literally today, Louisa. (laughs) Yeah, well, I try not to pay attention to that. I hope that I'm dead before any of those chickens come home to roost. Oh, they are home to roost, and we're all going to die very soon, so. (sighs) Yeah, Yeah, Louisa, you're like, you're like Link having already hit the chicken with swords several thousand times, and then being like, I'm glad the chickens aren't attacking me as you're being pecked to death. Thanks. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> I'm going to leave you hanging on that All right, one. good show. <laughs> yeah, you really cool. run it down, Matt. This is all your oh, fault. Oh, is this me? This yes. is me? Okay. All your fault. You have been made defamatory statements directed and cause harm in Arizona. So I think maybe it's just the fact that I don't trust courts to have the best interests of anyone in their, in mind ever anymore. And I know this happened in 96, so maybe it was different then, but like, I tend to, be- I tend to, favor the person who the courts decided against in my biases, I think. Well, that's weird, because uh, they do make decisions that are correct sometimes, and sometimes it's people's only recourse, so... Yeah, but it's like, you know how when we were kids and people would be like, well, that guy, you know, had some trouble with the police, and that was supposed to, like, when we were kids, we were like, oh, that means that that person is bad, and Mm -hmm. now when somebody says that they've had trouble with the police, it's like, oh, you must be radical. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You must be so cool, and I like you way better now. Oh, cool. Yeah. That, yeah, that person definitely, like, owns a skateboard and knows how to use it. Yeah. Oh, you flipped off a cop? Cool. Do you want to come to my bar mitzvah? <laughs> 
Wait, Matt, why are you having bar bits for your 36? I'm not having one, I'm throwing one. Also, Matt's not 36. Yeah, he used 38, <laughs> my, 37, my bad. 37, that's fine. I, that's why I forget it way more often I, than that. I know what year you were born, but I did the, the math wrong. Yeah. And I also know how many years older than me you are, because our birthdays are only a month apart, so there's, like, rarely that overlap. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. The people do that cognitive dissonance thing with me all the time when I say what year I was born, because I was born at the very end of December. So they're always like, eh, that doesn't add up. So it's if not I was a, December yet. So if I was a grocery store and decided I'm not going to sell bananas anymore, and I put a sign in the window that said, nope, bananas, could bananas sue me for libel? Yes. Remember Fuck. when, fucking remember when, uh, Oprah Winfrey said on her show she wasn't gonna eat beef anymore because she didn't know about the hormone stuff and maybe beef was bad for you and she wasn't sure. And then she got fucking sued by the beef council or whoever? No, but that's great. It's very funny. <laughs> saying that beef was bad? I mean, I think that that is funny because, like, I bet that that story did more damage to the beef council than Oprah did. Uh, I bet it did no damage at all. Guys, did you, speaking of Oprah, I just remembered, did you guys see that A Million Little Pieces is a movie now? I heard that it was going to be. I don't know. Oh my god, I saw the trailer come on before a movie I was seeing, and like, two minutes in, I'm like, holy crap, is this a film adaptation of A Million Little Pieces? Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. It was (laughs) so exciting. I hope that it's one of those movies that's told with, like, a book-ending uh, narrative of somebody telling the story, and it's, like, the book-ending... It's James uh, Fry on is, Oprah. Is, ...is him telling the story on Oprah and then getting fucking shellacked in the media. <laughs> yeah, I, um... Oh, boy. That book, to me, is extremely hilarious, and I'm, like, now very into people making very, very bad movies as Oscar bait, like uh, Joker and A Million Little Pieces. Yep. It's weird to me how people will defend people like him nowadays, I feel like, where someone's like, oh, this person just made up their entire story, and other people will be like, well, you know, it's hard to write, and you shouldn't yell at them. And it's very strange. Oh, it's got kick-ass in it, as the, like, they didn't even change his name. Like, we all found out it was fake, but the character's name in the movie is still the author's name. See, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is gonna cement it. I wanted to, uh engage in the thing Louisa was saying, but now I've forgotten it because Jeff <laughs> jumped in with kick-ass. Uh, sorry. Uh, it, uh, what was I saying? No, oh, I, 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 I think, this. like... I think that James Fry, that's his name, right? Yeah. This is gonna uh, just heal over the universe. Everyone's gonna remember this as something that really happened now. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it, it's bad. I, it's, it, it's a little annoying, because it's like... I mean... I get why people might defend him, because look at, uh, what's-his-face? Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas guy. That's the same thing. It's like half memoir and half made up, but everyone accepts that, but this guy is the asshole. (laughs) Well, Hunter S. Thompson was an asshole also. (laughs) That's true, but everyone loved him for it. I guess, but all of those people that, like, wrote psychedelic autobiographies with mixed in with like extreme anecdotes that they made up uh a lot of very pretentious dicks like them but Mm. everyone pretty much assumes that people who like them are also assholes right probably like if somebody comes to you and they say i really am a huge fan of hunter s thompson you you know that person's a dick right (laughs) yes uh do you remember a few years ago that 
um, YA adaptation, I Am Number 4. Yes, wasn't it about aliens or something? I have no idea what it's about, but I just, I learned maybe six months ago that James Fry wrote that. He wrote the the book that was based on, under a pseudonym. Alright. Did he write that before or after the million movies? Six years after. Well, I don't know when the book came out. Well, I don't know when the movie came out. The book came out in 2010. Okay. Yeah, I think we're done with this episode because I want to put the <laughs> yeah, air conditioning back on. It's so hot. I'm so fucking hot. It's going to be why. 86 degrees tomorrow. What the God, hell? No. Okay. This Did is they for fix no your air conditioning? This is sort of one describing the weather that happened two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Yeah, hopefully it'll be 50 degrees and we'll all be dead by the time <laughs> <Yes>. Hopefully. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. If you liked this episode, I. You you must have liked some parts of this episode because we covered like a lot of fucking territory today. Yeah, it, it averages out to a good episode. I think yeah. <laughs> this was a really good episode, you guys. <laughs> yeah, Jeff has to remind us of that every week so that we don't quit the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um. So anyway, if you like the episode, please rate and review us on iTunes and tell your friends about us. Uh, that would be very helpful. Mm-hmm. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us seeingreddit at gmail dot com, or you can find us on Twitter. Uh, at hack the net pod. And if you want to get in touch with me, I'm on Mastodon at Mastodon. Nope. At Matt Heron at Mastodon.cloud. I'm also on Mastodon. Mastodon.cloud slash at JK. You can also go to Snapchat and Instagram where I'm Jeff JK. You can DM any of us on any of the social medias and get, um, get an invite to our Discord. And there you go. Uh, that's, that's all my things. Oh, Creepypodsta is over by now. Welcome to all the new listeners to this show that I assume have jumped ship, jumped ship because- Welcome to the jungle. Yeah, we got fun and games. games. Jeff, put that song in the other Thank you, Jeff. Okay, I will. Uh, that's all my things. (laughs) Alright, you can find me on Mastodon, uh, Louisa at Mastodon.xyz. Talk to me about whatever you want. Alright, cool. Uh, well, thanks everyone for listening. Please come back next time. But in the meantime, please don't forget to be spiritual or cruel. Keep it slideways. <laughs> Get me pictures of Spider-Man! It's all good. Everything's good. Yeah.